We are back. And let's talk about Jesus. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. This is Let's Talk About Jesus. And happy 4th of July. Uh, here on Let's Talk About Jesus, uh, we discuss issues and challenges of life along with from the Word of God. Of course, today, uh, our area of focus is going to be in the politics. And of course, the focus for our conversation today is independence, leadership, character in government, and the politics, the states of Nigeria. And with me on this program is Mr. Afemi Odedeye. Mr. Odedeye, I want to thank you for coming on this program. Happy independence to everyone in the United States. Thank and you very much. Yes, sir. You are welcome. So today in the United States, as everyone knows over in the United States, that it commemorates the Declaration of Independence of the United States uh, on July 4th, 1776. So today we're going to be talking more about politics. And so to all our viewers, please Join us in today's conversation. Don't forget you can send us your questions, your comment. Uh, we will be glad to address them. You can send us your concerns. We will be glad to address them. Leadership, in, leadership character in government and politics, the state of Nigeria. By the way, don't forget that you can go to the website www.solomonoluabiyi.com uh, you can follow us on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, today, we are also going live on Instagram. So for those that are on there, uh, you will be seeing us on Instagram. So hopefully, we will be able to continue to come to you as we do on Facebook and YouTube on Instagram as well. So we'll see. Um, so, Mr. Dendeyi, today we're going to be looking at leadership in government and politics. Of course, we're going to be addressing it from Christian perspective. That is what we do on this program. Whatever program that we address on Let's Talk About Jesus, we address it from Christian perspective because we are Christians and that is the only way we can address it. We do not have any other life, so it's our life and it is the way to address it. However, uh, if you have another view on it, you can let us know through um, Facebook, YouTube, and on. by the way, today we are on Instagram as well. So thank you and welcome for joining us. Mr. Redeyi, uh, leadership is central in our world today, according to Miles Monroe of Blessed Memory. And I'm going to be taking some points from his book today titled The Power of Character in Leadership. Power of character in leadership. Uh, John Maxwell says, everything rises and falls on leadership. Uh, but here, uh, I'm going to take a couple of points where uh, Miles Monroe is talking about leadership is central in our world. He says, nothing happens without leadership. Nothing succeeds without leadership. Nothing is altered or transformed without leadership. Nothing develops without leadership nothing advances without leadership and of course nothing improves without leadership as well nothing is corrected without leadership he went on further to say 
Leadership is therefore key to human preservation, growth, and changes. No matter what condition a society or nation find itself in, it didn't arrive there by accident. Someone led them there. United States is 245 years old today, if my calculation is correct. Uh, so, over the period of years, we know that the United States, even at this moment, continue to strive on how to make things better. So, it will be overstatement to say that the United States has arrived, meaning that the United States is now uh, is a very good and in excellent condition, uh, which, of course, that it, that would not be true. However, there has been a lot of changes over the years. But also, some people like to justify by saying, well, United States is uh, 200 plus years old. You cannot compare it to Nigeria. So you can see from the title we have today, we say the state of Nigeria. So again, happy independence to everyone in the United States uh, and to those who are joining them to celebrate around the world but i want to hear from you mr Dede, your opening statement uh in the light of this topic today why are we talking about leadership character in government and politics in connection uh with uh jesus because this is let's talk about jesus program and by the way if you see the flyer that was made for this program it says what has jesus got to do with politics um, all right, over to you, sir. Yeah, okay. Thank you for inviting me and thank you for giving me the opportunity to air my views. Um, I will proceed or start from your quotes, uh, Miles Monroe and John Maxwell. Yes, it is true about leadership. The question is what kind of leadership and how does that leadership emerge? These answers to these questions are more important than the recognition of the leadership itself. So uh, since we are taking our cue from Jesus, uh, the concept of leadership from God and from Jesus Christ is about servanthood. Servanthood. That is, you become a leader by being a servant. And he did say as much that he did not come to be served, but to to serve and he manifested it when he washed the feet of his disciples uh there is a there's a there was a tradition in ethiopia under uh Haile Selassie when he was the uh emperor of ethiopia that the sons and daughters of the nobles when they come back from school uh they have servants in the homes the, those servants will now get the children, they will sit them down and wash their feet. So that shows you the uh, in those days, in the biblical days as well as up to the highly Selassie days, you find that when Jesus washed the feet of his disciples, that showed that Jesus relegated himself to the lowest of the low. That was the symbolism of his leadership. And of course, no one could uh, query his leadership, but he surrendered himself to the lowest of the low to make the point 
that the essence of leadership is to make to be a servant for the good of whoever is available or around you that was why i said something about the emergence and the process of emergence of such a leadership because over a period of time in human history people have assumed leadership by whatever means and at the end of the day messed things up and since we are talking about nigeria i will give an example i mean the examples that we can easily relate to that uh of course before i use that let's look at what god also did god also raised up uh moses or appointed moses and said do, do this for me you are my you know and moses had to go through all the things he went through before uh you know god will and to show to show the essence of the quality in leadership when god created the heavens and the earth he will look back and say okay yes this is good that's the con- conclusion when after the after saying let there be this then he will look at it and say this is good so any leader that cannot look back that is human leader now that cannot look back and say this is good means that whatever it is that he has done is not measuring up to par with god's uh, standards and like i said you know the jesus example is very clear and so when we now look at the nigerian thing you know the uh that's why i'm not making a critique of my small role or john maxwell i'm just extending the argument that nothing happens without leadership but then anything that happens is a consequence of the emergence of that leadership so when we look at leadership we have to look at the the emergence the forces that throws up such a leadership the forces that such a leadership is, is responding to uh jesus was jesus washed the feet of the disciples to show how a leader should behave to his or her environment therefore if you are going to do that you have to not only be humble i mean reduce yourself to nothing actually that means when you reduce yourself to nothing your emergence will be conditioned by that nothingness that means you don't feel superior to whoever it is that is around you but the opposite is the case in nigeria and in many african countries and probably even in many countries of the world where leadership emerges out of one it could be arrogance it could be wealth it could be greed it could be manipulation all kinds of things that leadership emerges so when those leaders emerge the circumstances that brought them up will now dictate what they do and we laugh i mean and that and that defines essentially their character so when you have somebody that says when you have a country that has a constitution that lays out how leaders are to emerge in human terms that is nigeria there was a 19 there was an independence constitution no matter what however it's flawed it is and all that there was a 1963 constitution no matter how flawed it is and all that and there's some people in military uniform simply because they have access to force simply grabbed power and they became leaders that has created a dissonance between leadership and servanthood 
they are no longer your servants they have become your masters so in human terms and that was how nigeria became i mean became you know went into darkness from that time so uh when the in human terms leadership has been has been turned into i mean sorry the servanthood has been turned into masterhood so we don't have leaders what we have are masters because when when you have when when you when you are a leader and you are a servant the result of your servanthood must be found in the benefits from those that you are serving or leading but when you are a master there will be no benefit to those who are lording it over because the essence of masterhood is to dominate and that is what is passing for leadership today and uh, you know we have countries where christians have been presidents uh, and we know what happened to some of them and even in nigeria we have governors who are pastors or who are ordained ministers of god in some states uh, at the end of the day you can't separate a state ruled by a minister or a man of god and the state ruled by someone who is not considered to be a man of god so and then you can't even you can't even make a distinction between uh, not only the individual characters but also in terms of what they bequeath to their environment so in a nutshell uh, i i want to believe that the question of leadership and the character that it represents and what should be the character of that leadership is a consequence of the of the met of the forms of his emergence all right thank you sir for that uh elucidated uh opening statement yeah. um so knowing what you just said now which is very important i mean you if we just sit only on what you said now we can sit here uh, for the next three hours to talk about that speaking about uh lead by serving uh the essence of leadership is to serve those around him or her the leader cannot look back and say what they have done is good then there is a big problem actually uh, but I will go again back to Miles Monroe's book that says instead of seeking political, uh, because you you uh, speaking of a uh, leadership image, uh, we have people today uh, that are clamoring to be in the politics, and there is a slogan in Nigeria, for example, or maybe not slogan, but what people say is that uh, they should bring the young blood, the young people, into the politics. Uh, considering that they are young, they know what is going on around the world, and they are ready to serve the country. Uh, but there is other view to that too, in that they are, there are some of them, not all, but some of them who are, ang uh, who are angrily waiting. There are those who are angrily waiting, and there are those who are angrily waiting that if they have that opportunity, it will be worse even than those uh, that are older that are there. But um, let me read this quickly from Miles Monroe's book again that says, uh, uh, instead of seeking political power or economic power or entertainment power or sports power, 
leaders should pursue political character or economic character or entertainment character or sport character. Uh, if we go back in the history, even in the United States, uh, we've have uh, some issues where there are fallout, political backlash, uh, whether it be it in the politics, in the sport, in the religious setting, and even in the entertainment industry. Uh, that led Miles Monroe to say what I just read. And so when you look at it, there are challenges, there are issues in every profession that I just mentioned. Uh, but why is character so important that... Uh, not only that we are talking about it on today's program as leadership character in government and politics, but looking at what Miles Monroe said, looking at what you yourself have said, uh, that instead of seeking for power, instead of seeking for political power, uh, uh, sports, entertainment, we should all seek or go after character. Why is character so important with Christian perspective? uh yes again uh there is no there is nothing that doesn't deserve character that that is not dependent on character uh regardless whether you go for the political or not uh see uh, the character that's why i've said a christian has a there's a there's a definition there's a scriptural definition and there's a there's a doctrinal definition the scriptural definition is anchored on jesus example of servanthood and i believe the whole question of uh, galatians 5 22 about the character of a person the doctrinal definition of character or shall i say denominational is what people have evolved what has emerged over time about from the experiences of people as to what is expected of them therefore when you have a when you have a christian uh who wants to be scripturally whose character is scriptural then you look at that person from the perspective of okay what was jesus character how did jesus define leadership in fact what was his character his character was in luke 4 18 I have been anointed to come and free the captives, to come and do this, to come and do that. It is very clear. And in the, I think it was in Isaiah where it was account that when he, when he was in the synagogue, he said they should, they pointed, he pointed to that point, uh, portion of the scripture, read it and sat down and said, today the scripture has been fulfilled. So his, his entire leadership, if we use that word, or the the essence of his being which is what character is the essence of your being who are you what do you what do you represent what do you project what is in your soul and in your spirit your body is just a physical uh, vehicle to transmit what is in your uh, what is in your soul and what is in your spirit so that so when you look at that what was in jesus spirit and so was that anointing on Luke 4 18? The Spirit of God has anointed me to do. So everything that he did followed that principle, that 
So when you now translate it into our today, and then you say, okay, I'm a Christian, and in whatever field, whether political or not, in uh, whatever field, the question is to the, to actually recognize my character. You have to look at my soul and my spirit. If it does not correspond to everything that Jesus said, that is free the captives, liberate the poor, uh, heal the sick. Now all these things, you know, there are many people that say they are healers, they are prophets. Okay, fine, I'm not disputing all those things. But when you have a society that is unable to take care of basic needs of its people, uh, and you have Christians in positions of leadership, that's why I said the circumstances of leadership and we bring is you know the consequences and uh, the circumstances the the circumstances of the leadership will create the consequences what we see today so when you see all these things then you have to question the soul and the spirit of those christians because they cannot look back and say yes this is good no because it is not everyone knows it so, and if you look at the life of Jesus, when he, any, anything that he did is to change the social, even political, economic circumstances of the person. You heal the sick, uh, you have a leper to, to, I mean, you have a cripple to walk. I mean, a cripple who was already begging for money, and then when he's able to walk, will be able to do something for himself. The guy at the pool of Bethesda who can't do anything, I said, okay, yeah, this is your field. You know, every one of them led to a transformation in their economic and social circumstances. So that is an expression of the character. That's why I say the soul and the spirit, the character of Jesus that this is what. But what we have today is a situation where it has become, it has become a marketplace, as they say. Uh, so you have uh, you have a crusade and people walk and all that, and so it's become a show, a show, regardless of its spiritual connotations. So that's why you know what we have to be very. Uh, we have to look at these things. That's why I separated the scriptural and the doctrinal. Most of the time we follow and we flow with the doctrinal. Yet the scriptural is saying the opposite. And if we are able to go to the scriptural, there will be no dichotomy between, you know, all this talk about old and young and all this and all the rest. These are doctrinal issues. Uh, when they left, when they left uh, exile, I think it's in Ezra, and then they had the news that they have built the the wall or the second temple, and the elders were crying. Well, use the word cry, because they saw that what they have built was not as majestic or not as what they knew. But the younger ones were happy. Oh yeah, we built it simply because they achieved it. 
So you can see, you can see that uh, it's not a question of dichotomy, it's a question of the essence. That's why I say the essence of the soul and the spirit. So because what you see in the physical can only manifest what is in your 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 soul. So for the for those younger ones, all they saw was, oh, we completed it. But what the older ones saw was, hey, yes, we completed it, but this is not what it should be. So to anyone that when they now come and say that's a, you know the hungry, the hungry youth and the angry youth. There are two sides of the same coin because they fail once they make that demarcation once you make that demarcation uh, you lose the essence of what you are what you are talking about and in any case uh, if the use of today are complaining the people they are complaining about or against were also used when they go on was 32 when he was the head of state of nigeria but you see again his case also proves what I'm saying. He was 32. He represented the Northern Power Block. He was a, from a Christian minority in the North. But what did he do? He called on Awolowo, who was almost twice his age, to come and be his number two, because he knew that he needed the kind of uh, uh, knowledge, experience, and ideas that the man possessed and they were able to do what they did within that short period of time so that alone shows you that a di dichotomy between the young and old is just a, a reflection of what i would call a third tier doctrinal uh, leadership it's not even first tier because it doesn't make any 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 sense in real life and we have uh like if we once we base our stuff on on uh, uh on the scripture moses was not a young man i mean when he went back and i mean he was 40 when he went to exile spent so many years in exile and then came back he was not a young man at that time uh yes he did david was a young man when he fought goliath and did all that was what he did so you can see all the the differences oh, no no not the differences the parallels the young the old everyone has his own place but then not simply because of their ages whether they are young or old but because they reflect what christ has put into them so if you are 80 years old and god says go and do this thing and you do it no one should begrudge you from doing that or no one should be begrudged or no one should set a, a an obstacle right from the one that uh, we don't want anybody that is older than this who do you know that god has actually set up to do certain things now if you don't know god also said i will not do anything without telling my my, my servants the prophets yes everybody will come and say yes i've seen this i've found that i prophesied this i prophesied that i do that i do that but again when all those things are being said and are taking place whether they come true or not it's immaterial the question is are those things reflected in the spirit of christ as stated in Luke 4.18. When you prophesy, 
and it comes to pass. Was it a reflection? Is that prophecy a reflection of having setting the captives free? Did he say that? So if you prophesy anything or you say you see anything that somebody is going to be this and that, when he becomes that, does that lead to freedom for his people? If the answer is no, then good luck with the prophecy. If the answer is yes. <laughs> so these are these are the issues we need to concern ourselves with. And these are issues that have been taken out of, shall I say, doctrine. Because now each denomination with its own doctrine and all this and all that and all that. So everybody's just running. So in in short, when we when when we want to talk about uh, whether we should be in politics or not in politics or this and that is not even a question of it's not something we can even decide just like that that okay this is you uh if we base our activities on the scripture or what is normally known or normally said as the leading of the holy spirit if we can use that expression uh then you know that uh, what you do, what you do, how you live, your activities, your interventions in your society, your servanthood, not leadership now, your servanthood. Because when you start from the perspective of servanthood, what you do is you look for what to do that will be beneficial to your environment. If you look at it from the perspective of leadership, then you look at what to do from the perspective of how are you going to be recognized as being the right person for this thing. And those are two different uh, paradigms that we should be conscious of. So in essence, what I'm saying is, uh, uh, we are ever, we are, because we live in a society when when was his name uh paul paul went to ephesus and you know there was there were these people that were doing all these idols and doing that and making money and paul came and preached and they, they saw him as a threat and then they went on strike so you can see the connection of politics now if paul wasn't campaigning for any office he was making, he was, he was teaching people on the ways of God, but it became a threat, an economic threat to those people. And then they went on strike against him. So we cannot accuse Paul of being in politics, but what he did affected the economy and the politics of that era. So when you when you are in a in a situation that we find that we are talking about independence now, uh, there was a reason in those days for the declaration of independence. There was a reason for Nigerians to struggle for independence because those people saw that hey, this is this condition is not good for us. We must do something about it. There were those of them who are not Christians, there were those who are Christians. But in essence, what I'm saying is that uh, <laughs> the, the, the question, the, the, the character question, the character question 
has to be embedded in the definition of Christ as he sees himself, as he saw himself, as he sees himself, as he, is, he will see himself. You know, I am a Christian. I have come. I'm now trying to paraphrase him. He said, oh, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. I have done this. So uh, when we were a Christian, we say I'm a Christian. And uh, my duty is to free the people from this, from that, from that. How you go about doing that? Of course, it's not. You can sit down in your place and devise anything. But it is better to say, okay, God, what do I need to do? And God will show you what to do. And if you are faithful to God, God will be faithful to you. And then we will now be able to manifest what is written that the entire creation is eagerly awaiting the manifestation of the sons of God.